Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. What you're doing, what, see if you can help me, uh, I'm saying this right. When you got out there and you started this off, and the reason why I think this is so important for to have it clear in your head, because even if you're people listening, you might not be interested in doing this right now, but yep. some point, there may be a point where you say like, I'm ready to load the cannon and set off on a, a new direction. I think, in other words, I think I've got more in me. I think I haven't hit it yet. I don't think this is the stride I need to be at. I don't think I'm at the pace. I don't think I'm thinking about the right thing. So, so when you went off, is it right to say, stay first step to kind of get things like, it sounds like you sat down, like, who actually am I? What do I have going for me? What are my resources? You know, cause that's what you do. You don't go to war without weapons. Oh yeah. And if you're thinking yeah. about going to war with somebody and this could go into the, the basic interaction, I can remember, you know, you got to say, are we able to do this? I remember the night before I got married, I was, I had a, uh, another guy in the car with me and we we're driving out of a restaurant. And right as we started to get out into the street, this car came from the back of the parking lot, barreling straight. It was like, he came at me like 70, 80 miles an hour. And then stopped right in my bumper. By the time he stopped, I was scared to death. So I, we hopped out and we were going to run back there and give him hell. Well, all of a sudden, four or five guys came piling out of their car. (laughs) And I said, okay, I don't have enough resources to fight this battle. We jumped back in the car and drove off, you know? And so in every situation, you count, you go to the pantry and say, do I have the tools I need to fight this battle? And so you sat down and you said, here I am. I got both my grandparents. I've got this. I've got that. I've got this kind of experience. I've got a business. I've got these resources and you kind of laid the battlefield out there and that kind of creates the platform for your mind to work now and yeah. say, what do I want to, you know, it's like, what do I have now? What do I want to do with these things? Cause you're by doing this process, you're saying, I'm going to choose now. I'm not going to take just, I'm not going to be a cork floating down the river of life I want to be on a ship. I want to be able to steer. I want to have a motor. I want to go in the direction that uh, I decide is where I need to be. And so when it's easy to do that, once you say, what do I have available to me? And so is it, it does it kind of evolve like that? Now, like, what am I going to do next? And what am I going to do yeah. after that? And go ahead. Yeah. one of the first things, like when I'm working with somebody, one of the first things I do is, of course, division exercises is always one, but what I do is called a SWOT analysis. It's a little bit unique. It's like an internal SWOT versus an external SWOT. So we're looking at and SWOT means strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, right? Yep. So we do it internally first because at that point, they don't have anything externally. It's just them right. and whatever they got. So we take inventory of not just their financial resources, but who do they know? What do they know? Right? Everything about them. We know everything about them. Every All nine environments of their life. You know, We take inventory of that. Because a lot of times people realize, I'm going to execute my plan, but I'm short a couple of resources. But lo, lo and behold, some of the people that they know, family, friends, neighbors, coworkers, whatever, 
maybe the people that have those resources, right? right? Don't have to go out and, and work another job to build up resources. They might be able to tap into something that's in their sphere. So we that's why we do that, that SWOT analysis. We do an inventory of who they know, what they know, and what they have, and where have they been, the education, what jobs have they had. All these things give us clues and information to help them really get down to nitty-gritty details. And how do you how are we going to help you get that first property? The other thing is expectations, right? We call it ammunition, weapon, and target. So your ammunition is your resources. In most cases, it's money when it comes to buying real estate. Your weapon is your tools. We have analysis tools. We have calculators and spreadsheets. Those are the things we use to help us make good decisions. And then the target is determined by your the first two, your ammunition and your weapon determine what target you should be aiming for. You know, if your ammunition and weapons say you should be going for a duplex, well, you should not be going for a tenplex. We should be going for a duplex and just get realistic. Start with who you are and where you are and what you know and who you know. Start there. I don't, my first property, remember guys, the beginning, I didn't even buy a whole house. I bought a half of a house. Uh, right? Right. I couldn't even buy a whole house. Yeah. So keep that in mind. You start with where you have to start because if you don't, you're going to create potential chaos and turmoil for your life if you're misaligned with your target. That's how people get started in a lot of things. That's how when we got our farm, I went in with another guy and we both had horses and his daughter had horses and we had the barn that was going to work out. And it worked out great until I found out he also had a son and his son came out to the farm with a bunch of his buddies shooting birds one weekend. I didn't know that was leaving shotgun shells all over the thing. And I said, okay, you buy me out or I buy you out, but this ain't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> but if I didn't have him in the beginning, I would have been able to make that kind of deal. And yeah. so when you recently wrote a book, mm-hmm. how do you thrive, not just survive in a market shift? What were you trying to get across to people there? Yeah, mostly. So that was really geared towards real estate agents or even investors who were thinking of getting their license because it's a smart thing. To, in the old days, we used to tell people, you don't need to get your license. If you're an investor, but nowadays we tell people, yeah, you should probably get your license. So it's geared towards those people. If somebody wants to invest, they should probably get a real estate license. I think so. I mean, look at me. My gosh, that's I I started off with the investing solely. That's no doubt about that. That gave me the foundation upon which I launched other ventures. The other ventures came about because I had a license. Ah. So how did you learn the interrupt you here? We want to stay on this thing, but how did you learn the investment side? How will people go? They get the license and they learn the investment side. And I'm referring this probably in one of your books is why I'm. Yeah. Well, there's a, and then for me, I had a lot of great teachers and coaches over the yeah. years. I mean, Carlton Sheets, he was still alive when I was starting. He was, you know, I was back in the eighties and nineties. Then there was Robert Kiyosaki. I got to meet him in Lake Tahoe several years back and showed him what I've been able to accomplish over all the years. And we're getting ready to meet again, coming up here for a project. It all starts with that. I mean, you got to go to the gurus and you anybody's welcome to access my material. Again, I've got six training programs, everything from starting off with little flips to, to the big commercial stuff. We give away a lot of stuff for free because we want people to, again, make informed decisions. I know a lot of people say, hey, man, I want to own those 100 unit buildings just like you. Well, you may think that, but right. once you're in the game, you might realize, no, I don't really want that. I want something else. I want strip malls or I want whatever. So in any case, you definitely want to get education. And I'm not here to, to self-promote myself or promote anybody else. I'm just telling you, I definitely had help along the way. And Carl and Sheets, Robert Kiyosaki were a big part of that. 
Rush Whitney, I got to meet him on the Queen Mary. Robert Sheeman from New York City, I got to work under him. The thing that I will say that I do differently is I actually work with everybody one-on-one. That's the thing. All those years I was doing all that learning and earning and school of hard knocks I'm thinking, man, if I just had somebody one-on-one, I could probably shorten this process and eliminate a lot of mistakes. So I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to live the message. That's what I'm going to do. That's my, like Gandhi says, be the change you wish to see in the world. Yeah, That's why I came up with the approach I have. But yeah, anybody's welcome to go to the website. Just just remember this, realestatewithgarywilson.com. There's free stuff you can get. Don't pay for anything until you get all the free stuff. And then uh, you can come to class one night for free and see if what you want to do from the outside. That's how I like to do things, Larry. Just let people dip their toes in, see if it really is what they want to do, not just think what they want to do. <laughs> and then, uh, then, to then, class, then you can start come to class live or in Zoom with Zoom. Yeah. yeah, Monday Night Live. It's every Monday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, totally open to the public. We have investors on there, agents on there, all different brokerages. Uh, again, there's nothing. Uh, we don't sell anything. We don't buy anything. We don't you stream it on your website. It's on the Zoom and on Facebook. Yep. And then we take the recordings and those go on YouTube and all over the place. Apparently we get emails and calls. Seems like daily now from people watching the video and wanting to learn more. But uh, that's how you do it, guys. Just start. You follow your comfort zone and let your comfort zone expand. And then therefore your knowledge and you're reaching out to people for help will expand, too. Yeah. And how would you advise someone who is, because I think we all learn when we're teaching other people. And Mm -hmm. one of the things is to get somebody to teach. How do you use that method or that technique with your people? Well, we do have have what we call level six, which is a partnership level. So for people who go through the beginning stages and they say, you know what, this is, I belong here. I was right. This is what I want to do is my calling. If they have what we consider the character traits of a teacher, we'll show them how to be a teacher and a coach. Even we'll even we've helped people develop their own training programs, actually. Yeah. You know, so yeah, but the different see, teaching, training, coaching are all different sets of skills and even different than investing. Just because you're a good investor doesn't mean you're going to be a good coach. What's the biggest thrill and a byproduct here that you've had because of this lifestyle? And oh this industry that you're in, what have you been able to do with your family, with your kids? What have you been able to expose them to people, places, things? Talk yeah. about that for a minute. Well, the, you know, the rich side, the payoff of all of them. Yeah. Well, one of the things is this is above all else. And this has just been happening in the last couple of years. I've had people that I taught 10, 15 years ago, reach out to me out of the blue and usually questions like, hey, Gary, I just was thinking about you. I was flipping through some old thing and saw your name. I thought I'd give you a call. And they're all retired now. They've all did what I showed them. They bought properties. They paid them off. They're living a the good life. I mean, I've met people in Florida that I coached 15 years ago. They're just living here full-time golfing now. And there, one guy's not even 40 years old yet. <laughs> Another guy, this is so ironic, Larry. Joe Tawansi called me up. He said, Gary, I was telling, I just say, I was looking at an old marketing piece for the, that big giant flip we did back in 2010 or whatever it was. And ironically, the day before, I found that flyer myself and I wrote a note, call Joe Chawanski. Doggone, if he didn't call me up with the same exact, I just said, Joe, you're not going to believe this. So, in any case, hearing their stories, Larry, about how they succeeded in their lives because of what I show them, I can't even begin to describe to you what that feels like as far as fulfillment goes. Now, yeah. now as far as the practical stuff, 
And my kids have all been to Mexico, Disney World multiple times, Mexico eight times, Ireland twice, Germany, Poland, France, Italy, Spain, Canada. I've been in all 48 states myself. They haven't done that, but I have them. They've got two more to go. But I had both my children study abroad when they were in university, study. My daughter studied in Italy. My son studied in, in England for a semester. We're in, and, Italy. Uh, we're in Italy. She was in Milan. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Yeah. And we're, we're all Steelers fans, so this is crazy. Wherever I go, I find Steelers restaurants and bars everywhere. Even Yellowstone, West Yellowstone has a Steelers bar. In any case, my daughter goes to Italy. She brings home with not one but two T-shirts because there's two Steelers bars in Milan, Italy. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so, in any case, uh, that's the cool stuff. That's the really neat stuff. I mean, we've done cruises and all that kind of stuff. But the thing is now, the, the fulfillment with my kids is, they're both happily married. They have wonderful jobs and spouses and houses and dogs and that you can't put a price tag on that. I'm so glad I retired from the corporate world when I did so I could walk my kids to the bus stop in the morning, be there when they get home from school in the afternoon, coach their soccer teams and softball teams, take them to drum practice and guitar practice. I'm so grateful that real estate afforded me the opportunity to be that kind of a dad. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, I appreciate you uh, taking the time. Do you have, I always like to give uh, our guests the uh, opportunity to have the final word and oh. pass any last comment they want to pass on to people who have been listening and learning and enjoying <laughs> the conversation. Oh, yeah. I got to tell you, if you're listening to this, God bless you, because this is probably one of the best hours and a half you ever got. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you. And it's all that I've said, the one big lesson is this is life is going to throw you a punch in the face every now and then. You're going to get your nose broken, your lip bloodied, and you can't stay down. You have to get back up. Yeah. You get back up every time. You keep swinging the bat. I have built and lost two fortunes, partly because I was asleep at the wheel on one time. Another time, it was just plain old life just threw me the curveball. Yeah. But I'm back again for the third time, and it's even better than the second time. Second time is better than the first time. So every time you come out of a slump or a, a crisis, you're going to rise further and faster than you did before. Just remember that. Keep it in your heart because it's true. Yeah. The meteors fall out of the sky on all of us. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, like, what did I do wrong? I don't know. But you know, it, <laughs> it hit me anyway. But no one's going to feel sorry for you either. Everybody's got that happening to them. And so yep. the deal is. What did you do about it? And you've done great things. And congratulations on all your success and all of the people you've impacted. And looking forward to uh, seeing what the future holds for you. And hopefully we can get back and talk again in the future. You got it, Larry. I'm glad to do it. I really appreciate the opportunity to serve others. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Million Dollar Mastermind. If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whitealanwinning.com. Thanks for listening.